Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbaugh. I think today's interview is a really good example of the power of the human voice and how someone says something can really imbue it with some meaning. Matthew McConaughey is on the pod today, and he's got this book out called Just Because. It's for kids, and it's made up of these little couplets of wisdom. Like One goes like this, just because you're wailing doesn't mean that you're a crier. Now, when I say it, it sounds kind of trite, right? Like, uh, no, duh. But imagine Matthew McConaughey saying it. It just feels more profound, right? This interview with NPR's A. Martinez is full of him reading these couplets and waxing poetic on what it means to grow as a human. Give it a listen. This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. A few days ago, actor Matthew McConaughey told me he wished he had not been so eager to grow up. I think we can all relate to being a kid wanting to hurry up to become a teenager than as a teen wanting to hurry up to become an adult. McConaughey wrote a children's book where he's exploring some of the trials that kids face that can be character building. It's called Just Because, so I asked him why Just Because. When we're young, we like to do things because we can, you know? even if we don't want to or need to. We grow older and we get a little more mature and we start to measure our decisions, not based on just if we can, but we ask ourselves, we consider, well, I know I, I can, but do I want to or need to? That's smart. That's maturity. That's evolution. But I just wanted to remind uh, the kid and all of us that because you can, it can still be a good reason to do something. And not in a foolish way, but I think all the couplets in this piece, just because it's just, it's saying there's not one absolute, basically. It's comparing, it's showing the contradictions and that we all have with ourselves, uh, with each other and understanding human relationships. And it's just saying just because it's one thing doesn't mean it can't be another. doesn't mean it's the, it's the both are true. It really is a, an inspiration from a favorite verse of mine from a Bible, Matthew 6, 22. If thy eye is single, my whole body will be full of light. And just because just takes away a lot of a, a lot of judgment and shows you the, the paradox of living. Before I opened the book, when I got in the mail, I had my granddaughter read it by herself. She's about to turn 10. She had a lot of questions, but there were two things in particular. One was just because I lied doesn't mean that I'm a liar. And the other one was just because I did it again yep. doesn't mean I don't regret it. I had to like really think about that because – those are kind of grown-up themes that I had to try and explain yeah. to a nine-year-old. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the idea that these would be a conversation. And I had these same conversations with my kids. You know, the, the, just because I lie doesn't mean I'm a liar. That's a really cool one that I learned when I was about 10. A friend of mine, it, it fibbed to me. I called him a liar. Mm-hmm. And I saw him get completely defensive. Like, I had just cast a nasty character trait across his whole being. And he was overcome with guilt and frustration and confusion and then anger. And there was there, there was no way really out of it. it there was no, we were not going to lead to uh, um, 
him saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and then move on. And what I learned from that was, oh, don't ever label someone if they did something one time. Don't label them the liar. That's, that's a character trait. You can say, you lied to me. Why did you lie to just lie to me right then? That person, when you tell someone, which I later went to this friend and said, hey, sorry about calling you a liar, but you lied to me. And then he was able to go, okay, you're talking about that specific event. Yes, you're right. My bad. Here's why I did it. I'm sorry. And we came back together. But boy, there was no coming back together when I labeled him as a liar. And so that's an example across the board that we have to watch labeling people. There are things people do in certain circumstances and situations that does not mean it's a full-on character defect of them, nor do we have a right to label them that way. What have your kids said about the book? You have a 15-year-old daughter who's 13, another son who's 10. What have they said about the book? Daughter loves pictures. She's very visual. We've talked about a lot of these couplets in different ways for, I guess, I didn't even know it, but for, for years they told me I've been kind of trying to father these some of these things into them. You know, uh, one of the couplets is just because you threw shade doesn't mean that I'm out of the sun. And just because they shut me down doesn't mean I have not won. You know, this throwing shade or, or trolling or and, and, and a negative response or a comment on something you thought was cool or true doesn't mean that it steals your joy. Doesn't mean that that has to affect your whole day and your whole mood. Doesn't mean that you go from, oh, man, to sadness, to despair. Uh-uh, watch that. Um, because talking about the social media world, they will pile on. And then all of a sudden you can start piling on yourself. Um, so we've had some cool conversations about different couplets in our family. And we still are. And as you started off in the, A in the, in the interview, I'm finding that after I'm having conversations with my kids about this book, I'm still continuing conversations with myself, conversations with my wife, conversations with other people about some of these, some of these couplets that I'm going, huh, I'm still working on that one. I need to work on that one. This book, Matthew, I mean, the way I see it, it's, it's more than just a children's book. It's a children's and adult book, children and parents book to read together. Um, is, is that what you're hoping that, that, this book yeah. does it that brings brings these two generations together to understand each other better. That's it to understand each other, to understand ourselves, to understand humanity, um, people, life, living. Um, you know, there's a poetry to live in. There is innuendo in context, and we're so deadhead red on trying to understand absolutes and make things certain in black and white and. Uh, we miss half the picture a lot of times when we do that. I know it's an easier and safe place to go just to make a decision. Go, this is how it is. And it, it won't change. That's just not really true. The conversation piece between parents and the children back and forth. Um, and, and each person, mother, father, grandmother, brother, sister, child is going to have a different personal understanding of what this each couple means to them, the scenario in their own life. It'll be different every time. I'm still having different ones than, than I had two months ago with my kids when I talk about it. That is Matthew McConaughey. His children's book is called Just Because. Matthew, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, sir. When voters talk during an election season, 
we listen. We ask questions, we follow up, and we bring you along to hear what we learned. Get closer to the issues, the people, and your vote at the NPR Elections Hub. Visit npr.org elections. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with their original podcast, Choiceology. Hosted by Katie Milkman, an award-winning behavioral scientist and author of the best-selling book, How to Change. Choiceology is a show about the psychology and economics behind people's decisions. Hear true stories from Nobel laureates, authors, athletes, and more about why people do the things they do. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com podcast or wherever you listen.